Welcome to the show this week. We got an amazing actress. She's from uh, Louisiana. And well, she was in the movie Ray with uh, Jamie Foxx. She's played Lexi in Days of Our Lives. And of course, uh, what we're here to talk about is an amazing, amazing series with Ethan Hawke on Showtime. Natasha Mark, how's it going? Thanks for joining us. Hi, thank you for having me. It is going amazing during this pandemic as much as great as it could be for anyone, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to uh, see the positive in all of this, right? I mean, it's the same news every day. I've actually, like, thought about even just trying to tell people good news every day instead of having bad news. But I, I feel like people are looking in it to, into it too much, and then your algorithm just kind of pans to that. And that's yeah. all you see. Um, kind of depressing, but you know what? Christmas is around the corner. I agree. It's been it's been quite a year, but you have to you have to look at the brighter side, positive side. Try to be productive, especially when it's really out of your control. And it's really sad hearing most of the stories. All you can do, from for me, I I I pray for people daily. So absolutely, and, and COVID is real for all those uh, people who are questioning it. Right? It uh, is very much real. It's, it's very much real. Um, Obviously, many people are, uh, tons of people are very confused over this this pandemic or if it's being handled properly or if it's, you know, legit um, with the vaccines. There's a bunch of conspiracy theories. But mm-hmm. the one thing that keeps us going is uh, a good show. And, yes. Uh, uh, I've been binging so many TV shows during this time. <laughs> t- tell, me, tell me a few of your favorite TV shows. Oh wow! A few of my my favorite TV shows from okay, where do I start? Um, what did I just finish? I just finished uh, Good Troubles. I'm watching The Good Fight right now. I'm watching Suits. I'm on season four. Um, I have watched uh, what was that? It was so good. It just ended, and I was just like, oh, uh, Queen's Gambit. I was really into that because. Uh, this character was a chess player and I play poker. So it was really great to see a woman in a position of having um, that strategic mind frame to, to win and power, have power over a man's game that many would say, you know, oh, absolutely. And yeah. the best part about, you know, poker, it's, well, you can sit around the table and, and enjoy your time with other people. But, um, Right now, it's kind of hard unless you're all wearing masks. I don't, I don't even know how that even works anymore. But uh, you can play online. That's a good thing. Yeah, uh, you can. <laughs> hours and hours and hours. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes, you know, you get carried away and it's like four in the morning. It's like, hey, I, I got to shoot in the morning or I got to interview in the morning. Or I gotta yeah. in the morning. Uh, that's how Netflix gets you, right? That's how Netflix gets you. And, and that's yeah. how it gets you. One, one good show after another. Yeah. And, and, and I'm up, up in Canada. So. Oh, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm from uh, outside of Toronto, Ontario, and uh, okay. Ontario, Canada, one of the provinces. I don't know if you're familiar okay. with Canada at all. Um, I've been there twice. Uh, once was Winnipeg, and then another time Vancouver. I went to a yeah. Beyonce concert in Vancouver. Yeah. I went there just for the Beyonce concert. I've always wanted to travel um, and do and and do that right. See a concert. Unfortunately mm-hmm. for me, like you know. Uh, Times right now are pretty tough. There's no one's having concerts, and uh, that's I a know. everything is virtual. All the virtual concerts. Well, it, it, it's good to hear that you're doing well, and uh, 
Thank enjoy you. Enjoy your, your share of popcorn or chips or whatever. I don't know how, how, <laughs> how you guys do it over there at your house, but you know, um, for us, it's like I have this COVID 20 pounder, like this belly just, I don't know. <laughs> You know, I think everyone, what they say when you go to college, you gain the college 15. I think it's safe to say uh, you COVID 20. Everyone has gained at least 10 to 20 pounds during this time. And then you, after a couple of months or a few months, I would say you're like, OK, let me get off my my butt and figure it out. A home yeah, workout plan. It's, a, it's it's very difficult for people to to be motivated in a time like this, especially with Christmas around the corner. And you're just mm-hmm. you're ready to binge on some Christmas movies. But um, for us up here, um, there's there's parts of uh, where I live that are is locked down, and um, obviously a lot of business owners and uh, mm. restaurateurs and even some franchises are really having a hard run at it because the first time around um, they hardly made it, and this time. Um, it, it can be very, very difficult to oh, keep wow. your finances in check, right? You can lose everything overnight. And absolutely, uh, again, we I, go back to the TV thing. You know, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's old I had TV. no idea it was so. Uh, you guys were on lockdown out there as well. That's very interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, so you're out in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. I love Los Angeles. I've been there many times. Uh, oh. I tried moving there once upon a time, but hey, it didn't work out. Um, no. <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, probably. You know three years ago maybe okay not not uh, long at all yeah i like it out there it's it's very uh you're really Beautiful. yeah you're motivated right like people yeah you are um, you look outside and the people are running and and it's so gorgeous i literally was just at the beach and it was uh what 78 degrees on saturday like nice and warm and i'm like we're in the middle of december this is so weird this was Absolutely. right before the the lockdown that they just put us on <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shame you know like people uh for us we just found out that we are uh, supposed to spend christmas with uh, the people in our immediate household and uh for me like i have a newborn son so it's gonna be his first oh, christmas congratulations and, hey, that's like one of the only uh lights in my sky right now so yeah and, and you want to keep him safe so yeah so yeah that way sometimes his light goes off at the wrong time of the night and like i'm you know i'm super tired all the time but uh the, the best part is is i'm able to talk and, mm-hmm. and do this, um almost full time yeah. right so um so cool. let, let, let's get to your career um, okay okay no i i read that you were born uh one of your one of your parents is a, is a very well-known chef <laughs> no she's not a i mean she's well not like okay in New Orleans, there's a lot of great cooks, but my mom is one of one of the best cooks. She never had like a restaurant or anything, but she is one that everyone calls on for recipes or food. She's very giving, which that's where I get my hospitality from um, and my cooking thumb. Thank God, because I love it. And um, it's really easy to get a man when you know how to cook. <laughs> it's uh, so, easy to get a woman when you know how to cook as well, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's very, um, very hard putting it all on one person and, right. and make, yeah, just cook the same thing over. It's happened before where the person cooks the same thing over and over again. Over and, and over. You know, that's all they know how to do. So you have to give them credit where it's due. But she never had, she never worked in the restaurant business. Yeah. They, it's just, she's the cook of the family. Yeah. And what's your mother's name? 
My mom name is Susan. Well, Susan short for Suzanne, but yeah, all right, Susan. Suzanne. And there's a shout out for you. Well, we'll be <laughs> soon. she will love that. Um, yeah, I love to eat, right? It all comes back to food. It's always food. Um, have you ever been to New Orleans? No, I want to go so bad. That'd be another 20 pounds on you. That's okay. <laughs> I, every time I'm home, I, I literally, I cannot stay longer than a few days. Cause I'm like, Mm-mm, I will fall into bad habits so easily. Cause you're so comfortable at home. You don't want to, you know, you let loose and you, it's your break. It's your downtime, but it's really, really hard to have discipline while yes, home. Absolutely. All that good food. It, it can be very hard. Uh, very, very hard. Weird, right. Like, uh, to hold back at your parents, right? One time I was doing like a, uh, I was just trying not to eat any carbs, like any bread or whatever. And I was I kind of laying it off and I go <laughs> to my grandmother's house and she's like, I made fresh bread. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounds so good. And, and, and I, and I was like, okay, well, um, maybe I'll just have a piece. And just like a piece. these, it, it, my family, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say these people, but <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. Like she just kind of cut the loaf in half and then, just put the butter on and then I she gave it to me and I was like okay well I guess, I guess I'll be eating a whole thing yeah it was amazing it was a great time um uh, let, let's talk about um your way to LA uh, Hurricane Katrina mm-hmm. devastates many families and, and and for you to find your way to Los Angeles that whole story is very inspiring right can you talk mm-hmm. about that yeah sure um I had aspirations to move to Los Angeles uh like right after high school. But when you come from a community, like a town in New Orleans, you, from where I grew up at, there wasn't really um, many role models or people pushing you to follow dreams or, or even thought it was realistic for a young girl from the hood to make it in the, in big Hollywood, you know? So though that was in my heart and I had desires to always come out here, I never, um, I never had that push to actually go. Um, I would do my research to see how much it was to, to move, see how the living expenses, and I'm like, that's too expensive. Like New Orleans, it was so cheap to live there, and I'm like, ah, uh, eight hundred dollars. I think back then it was like eight hundred dollars just to rent a small room when you can get a huge house for $800 in New Orleans, you know? So I would like, I would work hard and try to save my money, but it just never went anywhere. And then when Hurricane Katrina hit, I felt like it was my ticket out because my whole city was gone in a flash. And um, I had to relocate somewhere. And I don't know. I don't know what came over me. I was really young at the time. I had no family or friends out here. It was very just had tunnel vision and all I could think about is like, this is my opportunity. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. And I went, they gave um, people opportunities to get on these flights to relocate to different states, wherever you had family. And I kind of lied and said, I have family in California and I got on a plane to LA and I figured it out when I got here all by myself. That's amazing. That's absolutely crazy. Like you were, you were in a film with uh, Jamie Foxx that mm-hmm. Ray, Ray Charles, and he he inspired you. He basically just told you right there what yeah. you have to do to uh, to get to where you want to be. Yeah, it was my first uh, big job. Um, I 
I got cast as a feature extra and then they gave me a couple of lines because I was just so, um, first I wasn't starstruck, which was very interesting. Um, I never got tired. I think we had been on a set for like 15 hours. Everyone else was like dead sleep or, um, drinking coffee every two minutes and I was just like so big eyed and I just want wanted to soak up every moment and I sat at the bar with him uh where the scene was and we were just talking he was just asking me a little bit about myself and I said I wanted to do this and he's like if you want to really do this if you want to really make it and and make this your career choice you're gonna have to move you're gonna have to move to LA and I was like okay uh, and that it stuck with me it, it stuck with me I didn't know him personally um, after moving out here and living out here a few years I met him through some mutual friends I was like do you remember me he's super cool super down on earth he did not remember me but we became friends and uh, he's a really good mentor and he invites me to his house parties. He's very warm, very, very solid, good guy. Love him. I'm, I'm very grateful to call him one of my friends. And, uh, you know, hey, I bet you he's a great mentor, great friend, has lots of mm-hmm. inspirational things to tell you. I mean, he wanted to be a singer in the first place, but I guess exactly. he was a better actor. I, I think he's an amazing singer. You know, you got to get your foot in the door where, however you can. The same with JLo, right? I think she wanted to do music first and and she her route was through dancing on Living Colors and then she did acting and then she pursued what she really wanted to do, which was singing. So I think a lot, uh, it, a lot of stars went through that Living Colors thing, right? So it's, it's absolutely amazing <laughs> I got that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, she was a fly girl. So let's talk about um, this amazing series. I started watching it. and uh, You did? How are you liking it so far? Did you, have you finished it? uh, I watched the first couple of episodes so far, right? You know, Mm -hmm. just uh, uh, the first episode of Good Lord Bird, which is on Mm -hmm. Showtime. Um, Yes, it is. Maybe a bit difficult to find it up here in Canada, but I just think it's going to be on uh, one of the, and that works coming up in maybe 2021. It, it features Ethan Hawke, which I really got turned on to through uh, Training Day. Like, <laughs> I yeah, uh, I became a fan of his work um, through Training Day as well. Yeah, what an awesome role! And, and Denzel Washington yeah. really played that um, the good bad guy kind of yes role absolutely amazing. Like, I would watch that over and over again, over and over again. You completely forget that you're watching Denzel Washington. He plays that role so so well. Yeah, and he has a lot, a lot of other movies that I just mm-hmm. love watching. And uh, you know, same with Don Cheadle, man. Like that, I was watching like uh, is it Crash? And I watched uh, Hotel. Yes. Report, uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, incredible talent incredible yeah, yeah like there's so much talent in, in hollywood mm-hmm. and, and and standing out is must be very very hard and and being grounded i think comes first uh mm-hmm. and, and uh, making those connections but let's go back to good lord bird i know your your, your character in episode two is pie and, and it was a great grandmother her name was pie as well Yes, my great great grandmother' name was Pi, which I didn't find out until after the fact. <laughs> but um, I guess it, it was embedded in me long before I even knew, uh, because I bought Pi to the screen, and apparently, uh, um, she, I, my character looks just like my great great grandmother, which is wild to even think about. That's crazy, right? That's unreal. And, and, mm-hmm. and acting with Ethan Hawke, like. 
you've met him on set. Um, what's some of the, 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 the big things that stand out about how he works and his, his ethic on set? He's very strategic. I, he was so incredibly warm to me when he met me. He was he literally treated me as if I was the star of the show. He was so nice and so down to earth. He picked me up and swung me around, introduced me to his wife, who is also the executive producer on the show. And they just spoke about how alive and breathtaking my audition tape was and how they just knew that I was the girl and uh, even on my days that I wasn't working, I would just show up on set and just watch him. He's just so strategic with every move. And like you get lost in his work and his eyes like you forget that you're watching Ethan Hawke. Like um, you see John Brown. It's he is incredible. He was such an inspiration to to watch and to learn from. And I just kept thinking, I don't want to I don't want to let him down. Like I want to do my very, very best. I want to bring pie into people's heart and have them hate her and then love her at the same time, which is exactly what I did. And um, he was very uplifting and, you know, patted me on the back with every, after every take, like it was just an amazing experience. I would never, ever forget. Oh, he kind of has to do that to keep you motivated and your hopes up and, <laughs> And have you, you your your attitude be on on the ball, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. Let, let's talk about uh, the whole premise of the show. Um, I obviously I got got in a few episodes. I know it's it's based back is it the eighteen hundreds? Yes. Um, and uh, Ethan Hawke plays a, it's is he a he's a pastor, right? Or he, I mean, he's not. He's an abolitionist. He he lives by the Bible. I wouldn't necessarily say he is a pastor, but he knows his, he knows the word, he knows the book and he does uh, recite scriptures and, um, and, and what's the word influence people to read the Bible and to live by the words. Yes. And, and, and the whole, the, the whole premise of the show, the, 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 the storyline, can you elaborate on that? Yeah. He's basically going around, uh, the states freeing slaves um, and ending uh, ending slavery, ending racism. He he is 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 told from the POV of this young character named Onion, who you you soon find out is a boy, but he's portraying himself as a girl because it was mistakenly in the first episode that he was a girl by John Brown and he just kept on with that storyline for safety reasons because um, you know back in the day they were more protective of girls they put the the boys out there to work and become um, uh, murderers and and all that other stuff so he has John Brown has these boys and they're going around and they are freeing slaves. And it, the show has a lot of comedic moments to it, which I think lightens the load of what the storyline is about. Cause there's so many of these shows out about slavery and racism. And, but this one, um, the tone of it, the way it's told is way in more of a relaxed tone that you want to see more because it's funny you're like this man is 
crazy. He's talking to a little rabbit <laughs> at times, you know, and at rocks and at birds. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and David Morris is on that show as well for one episode. Mm-hmm. You they might have so, there, there's a lot of um, cameo appearances from yeah. so I, many beautiful I'm the IMDb right now. Like I, I had to go back and check out, like I forgot, forgot his name, but David Morris played in the, in the, in the green mile, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, also Steve Zahn is in that. that yeah. Show. Oh. He, he played, I was, um, in my scene with him. Yeah. He's so great. He was amazing. Um, who else, uh, was in, I mean, the list couldn't go on. Half of the people I didn't even know was in it until I watched it. Uh, because I didn't film like the all of those days. It's, it's a limited series, so I couldn't wait to see it because I was like, "Whoa!" I didn't. I had no idea. It's like I went to the rap party, and um, not everyone showed up the, at the rap party. But absolutely amazing project. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to? You want to enlighten us on? Uh, I know you're the Dr. Pepper girl as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a Dr. Deal. Girl, I had no idea it was going to turn into what it turned into. Uh, Dr. Pepper created this, this, uh, what college football town called Fansville. And my boyfriend in the campaign, he's like the grill master. He does these barbecues at the tailgates. And I'm like his supportive girlfriend on 1000. <laughs> And every season we do something new and um, I absolutely love it. We tried to film it this year during a pandemic. It wasn't, a lot of it got cut. Um, it's not, it, it wasn't as big as we had hoped it to be, but football season wasn't either. So you have to really take what you can get. Are you a Saints fan? Yes, I am. Die hard, whether they're winning or losing. You know what? It's a, uh... It's been quite the year, and I hope things really get better for a lot of us. And I know some of Hollywood's back in action. A lot of the the big actors are up the the road for me right now, like Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, and, uh, uh, Jason Momoa at one point. And so the, uh, Toronto and Vancouver are a massive hub for. Yeah, I would love to work out there. I'm actually reading a script right now of a uh, project that's filming out there. And every time I get something, I'm like fingers fingers crossed because I think it's so beautiful out there. Yeah, absolutely. I love Canada. I love, uh, you got to know where to go, right? You got to mm-hmm. know the places to eat, the places really to explore. Know. Yeah. And Google is a good reference for that as well. Is and it freezing after, cold out there? Uh, right now it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, you go and buy a nice $400 jacket just to feel kind of warm. So I'm, I'm well prepared. I, I have a bit of a shopping problem at times. <laughs> I wish I had a shopping problem. Uh, sometimes like I have to like, I have to actually go and buy shirts because I've worn them so much. And um, stop, you got to yeah. catch the sales. This is the thing. I have a shopping problem, but I shop smart. So when there's a sale, I'm buying it whether I need it or not. I'm like, one day this is going to come in handy. So yeah. Yes, absolutely. Natasha, thanks for taking the time out of your your day to speak with me. Thank you. Um, you may have seen uh, Natasha. She's a star of Good Lord Bird with Ethan Hawke on Showtime. She's mm-hmm. in Ray Bones. You play Lexi on Days of Our Lives, and she's got so much more ahead of her uh, mm-hmm. coming up in her career. Natasha, I ask every uh, guest, musician, whoever it is on the show, the same question. It's called Meet Me for Coffee. How do you take your coffee? Do you drink coffee? I do drink coffee. 
I do drink coffee. How do you take it? I take, (laughs) that's so funny. I take it, I, you know, most people like, I like my coffee like I like my men. Yeah, my men, I I, I guess that's true, but I like my coffee sweet. I'm a vanilla creamer type girl and I take it with oat milk and uh, yeah, hot, I take it hot. (laughs) <laughs> That's I, take, I take it hot as well, hot and, and uh, you know, black. And, well, you have the same uh, mixture as uh, David Elfson from uh, Megadeth, who was on the show earlier. Oh, this, yeah? So it's the exact same mixture. I got to try this oat milk stuff because I'm not a big fan of milk, but, like, I love to try things every once in a while. Thank you so yeah, much for being on the show. Yeah, really tastes like milk, so, yeah, you should try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's always worth the, the plunge, right? Even uh, there's yeah. this thing called Bailey's up here. It's kind of like, Ooh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I want to say thank you for being on the show. And uh, I hope that one day when you do a, a show up here or a movie up here, we can do this all in person in studio. Yes. Here. Yes. Um, awesome. For sure. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It was great talking to you. Awesome. Take care. Thank you. You too. Bye bye.